Sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films, where they recast the lead actor somewhat gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Managing Editor at Talk Film Society. I'm Shaq Lambert, Contributor over at OneOfUs.net. And I'm Ella Gonzalez, Contributor at Talk Film Society. How good am I at doing the intro off the bat like that? I'm very good. You're very good. Okay. I always like hold my breath and you never fail. Oh, I failed a few times. <laughs> we cut that out. We don't acknowledge that exists. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. For this episode, we watch Lilo and Stitch 2. Stitch has a glitch. The direct-to-video sequel to 2002's Lilo and Stitch. Shaq, tell us about this movie. Okay, so the movie starts off with a really, really odd almost retelling of like the beginning of the, the first movie where it's Stitch going crazy in the island and then you realize... Oh, no, it's just him having a nightmare because he's still living happily with Lilo and the family and everything, but he's having fears of him just going bad again. And unfortunately, that does happen when he just starts suddenly malfunctioning and going crazy and essentially getting back to like his old mischievous ways. This causes like a massive strain between him and Lilo because Lilo is entering this hula competition and she wants to honor her mother by just coming up with the best uh, the best routine that she possibly can and win the competition. So it's a simple, simple plot. It's just, there's so much things that just happen in between it. It's just essentially a story of just them trying to prove that Stitch is a good person deep down, even though all this crazy shit is still happening to him. He's a good alien, guys. Stitch, good. He's the greatest. Like, I love him so much. <laughs> I have never seen this film before and i loved it like it's very good i have seen this before but like when i was a kid i will go on record saying this is my favorite movie we've seen so far it's very good like it's just perfect like continuation of the first film the animation style does not take as big of a hit as the ones we've seen before yeah probably the best direct-to-video animated movie we've seen yeah i would say it's my favorite in general period like point blank the only change that i noticed obviously well i didn't notice but backstory rob dean uh neurotic monkey on twitter he and i are like kind of obsessed with stitch mainly me (laughs) i kind of dragged him into it but anyway (laughs) he noticed we saw we were watching the movie together he noticed that lilo is now voiced by someone else i think it's dakota fanning yep (laughs) and as soon as he pointed that out i was like damn it it cannot be unheard but besides that like it was perfect it was a perfect transition it felt the same everyone felt the same like it was awesome I didn't notice. I heard it. it like, I, I'd seen that. And it, at first, it wasn't super, super noticeable to me. It was like, all right, it sounds similar to, like, the original actress. who I think she was busy, so busy doing the TV show. Because these were, like, they're being made at the same time. Uh, that she couldn't make it. So she's like, yeah, get Dakota Fanning. But I only noticed <laughs> it was her around the end when the major thing of just, like, when Stitch is in a really bad shape and she starts like crying and everything and like i can tell that's her now because she's got that that dramatic child actor type thing <laughs> <laughs> like she should have heard her doing like man on fire and shit like that i'm like this is super familiar to me was the original actress who did lilo's voice was she hawaiian no i don't think so oh so we just got a bunch of little white girls little blonde white girls doing this okay i got yes you. <laughs> problematic <laughs> a little problematic it wouldn't happen again i'll tell you that much the other problematic part is like their idolization of shitty cultural appropriator supreme elvis oh. no but okay wait a second i i like the elvis stuff and i will not listen no, no, to this I, no, I think the elvis stuff is fine i just think elvis himself sucks oh yeah agreed, yeah I, agreed, I'm with agreed. I just kind of love that he's involved because it's just funny to me that like 
Is it like appropriation in reverse? Yeah. <laughs> it's like reclaiming. It's it, to me. It's like we are going to reclaim the stuff Elvis took from us by claiming Elvis. <laughs> do you know what I'm making, saying? Yeah, making Elvis like this, like what would Jesus do of the of the island? Yeah, <laughs> but going on like a fucking quest. Thank you, Elvis. <laughs> so cute. It's like her own mythology. Like she brings up the goddess, uh, you know, the goddesses for the story. But then at the same time, she yes. th- she feels the same way about Elvis. It's pretty funny. I also think like they're just so fucking cute. Like I think Lilo is the cutest thing in the fucking planet. And I thought this was genuinely funny. Like when they were sitting on the bench, and she was like, "My butt is in the shadow." Of Elvis's butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's adorable, and I also love that she's not afraid to punch somebody the fuck out if she needs to. Because yo, fucking I keep remembering Myrtle is the fucking worst person ever. She's so if we're gonna talk about appropriation, my favorite part was Myrtle being the white little bitch that she is, <laughs> doing <laughs> doing the her, her doing her dance in it all being. About her dad's, like, white appropriation store. <laughs> That's kind of why I like Lilo and Stitch, like, the original, because I think they do a good job at, like, kind of mocking the white tourists that come. Like, Lilo literally takes pictures of them, and she has a wall of them, and she's like, aren't they beautiful? <laughs> like, in a way that is so obviously, like, we're spectating them, like, that's... That's awesome because I know that there's some issues with white people taking over Hawaii. I know that like for a while yeah, for they're sure. like natives couldn't even surf like because the beaches were for white surfers. Little history lesson there. Jeez. They they were losing their language exactly. And I mean that's only come back because of of efforts to like teach children the language as they grow up. But like it was that crazy. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And I mean I I don't think I've noticed that in Lilo and Stitch or you know in now in the sequel until like learning that kind of stuff recently. So it's really cool to be able to spot that, to spot kind of like the humor, but the like the digging fun at those those people that It's so good. It's, it's really so good. good, guys. This movie's so good. It really is, honestly. Like this yeah, this shit is great. And yeah, like you said, the animation doesn't really take that big of a hit. Cause the thing is some of the scenes that I was mostly concerned about was like the hula scenes and when they're like like near the water and flying and all that shit. Because in the the first movie, that shit looks gorgeous and smooth as hell, and it still looks pretty solid in this one too, for the most part. I agree. It's really solid. I mean, the first movie has amazing animation. I think it was like the first of its type that we like I noticed from Disney. Yeah. Like, I loved it. It was... Ugh, I love this movie, you guys. So it's almost 20 years old. Stop. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch is almost 20 years old. I also want to say, Disney has this thing with fetishizing the, and I'm using air quotes, exotic women characters that they have, like Pocahontas or Esmeralda. But I think that mm-hmm. they did a good job with Nani because oh yeah she's not fetishized and actually there's one scene in this one that i really really liked that she's laying in bed with lilo and she has a like a pudgy belly and i love that so Mm -hmm. much i was like holy shit that's that's just awesome it it made me really happy and i really think that like disney did everything right with lilo and stitch and then this one i think it was perfect i think the story itself is like a, a story of literal aliens which is the worst word you could call someone that's foreign to you and accepting them because they can be good and they are good. So 
Lovely to unstitch. We stand. We have to stand. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that makes so much sense. The human characters <laughs> are con- like completely drawn differently than any other Disney. Um, it's not the Disney natural, like normal style for 2D animation, which is really cool. I mean, I love Princess and the Frog, but they did draw Tiana to look like the other princesses. Exactly. Not necessarily. They gave her, like, a different skin tone, which is great. And they didn't make her, like, t- light skin, like... And she looks a little different. But they didn't go as far as Lilo and Stitch did to, like, just do a totally different style. But also something that's, like, really natural. Stitch is maybe, like, one of my favorite characters. Maybe, like, top five or top ten, like, favorite Disney characters. Even though he barely communicates in English, he's just so fucking... F- just purely funny. Mm-hmm. Just in just, like, his mannerisms and his wit and all that stuff. And... He's so adorable in the, the way that, like, even when he's, like, malfunctioning and he re- realizes, like, listen, something's wrong with me. I don't know how to say it, but something's wrong. And you just feel all that emotion. And it's just, ah, oh, it kills me. I mean, his scenes are emotional. Like, I was yeah. sad as fuck. He's just, like... <laughs> I was not prepared for it. He's just, like, <laughs> sitting there alone in the treehouse trying to, like, be good. And I'm just like, god damn it, Stitch. I'm going to cry during a direct-to-video sequel. I've never <laughs> felt a feeling during a direct-to-video sequel. This is ridiculous. I legit cried. Yeah, I mean, like, and now I'm, I'm, I don't want to compare it the whole episode, but this is my favorite Disney direct-to-video sequel that we've watched. It's just such a good follow-up. I mean, like, I love Simba's Pride, but this is even a better follow-up to that than Simba's Pride was. So as far as I'm concerned, it's because it feels it feels way more natural in like the progression of things. Because at least again, trying not to compare and shit, but we kind of have to a little bit. Yeah. But with Lion King, it feels like a bunch of the characters got a weird personality shift that didn't yes. entirely make sense. Exactly. Yeah. And here, it still feels like they're literally just naturally jumping off immediately what happens in the first movie, which is crazy because the show had been running on for a while already, and they already had another movie, uh, Stitch the Movie, which is essentially just like the pilot of the show. But just, it still feels like, even if that show didn't exist, this feels like a logical jumping off point. Have you guys seen the show? Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, they used to have this game on DisneyChannel.com that was like the chubby little yellow Cousin of Stitch. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Reuben. Is his name Reuben? <laughs> what the his fuck? His name's Reuben because he eats nothing but sandwiches. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, gee, that is a strange name, yeah, but I like it. Oh my God. <laughs> um, also, I didn't know this until like this morning when I was like looking at some extra research and shit. They made a Lilo and Stitch anime. Like a oh, legit wow. ass Japanese made anime oh that's what i saw okay so listeners um after this movie was done playing i had a thought i was like some bitches definitely drew lilo as an adult i'm gonna google that and see what happens pray for me and i saw some pictures of like japanese subtitles over like a show yeah i'm like did someone like make a like bootleg anime? No, it was like <laughs> it's like a legit ass like acclaimed anime studio that made a like Lilo and Stitch series like in like 2008. It doesn't have Lilo, and they shifted it to like Japan, but it's still like, like it's still about Stitch. It still has Jump and Pleakley and all that stuff. But, like the alien characters. A lot of them transferred over, but all the humans wow. are like completely different characters. And I was just shocked by all of this because I had no idea this existed until today. I think Lilo makes like some sort of cameo 
as an adult or something weird like that. I don't like that at no, all. Because that's the scenes I saw. Yeah, okay. I don't want to get too far into it. I did find a horrifying picture <laughs> that I sent to the <laughs> Instagram. I'm going to post it. We'll put it on the Instagram when we if announce I have to episode. see it, you guys have to see it. <laughs> I'm sorry. While watching this, I was like, man, is this like the last direct-to-video sequel they put out? Because it felt so recent, but it's not. There's... Kronk's new groove came out after this. So good as well, by the way. I'm so excited. If we watch it, I'm excited to watch that one because I fucking love Kronk so much. Kronk is such a good character. He's so wholesome. Okay, we don't have to go off on a tangent about Kronk, but he's great. Post-Disney Renaissance movies, I like more than actual Renaissance movies. Oh my god. Like this, again, <laughs> this Treasure Planet fucking, there's another one that was bothering me. Moana is really amazing. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Yeah. So many good ones. Mm-hmm. Coco was good. I don't know if we would consider that post-Renaissance, but anyway. So I have a little anecdote. This has nothing to do with anything except for the fact that one time I was extremely drunk with my best friend and I hadn't seen Lilo and Stitch in years. And I said that I felt like Pleakley and I have no idea to this day what the fuck I meant oh. by that. <laughs> what does that mean? I that honestly mean? don't even know. Oh, no. I couldn't tell you. I fucking love Pleakley and how she was trying to like... Or they were trying to um, get David to get Nani's attention. And they were just using that as an excuse to get with David. I'm a foreigner. (laughs) Blakely is so extra, especially in the TV show. I just remember they're like every moment in a different costume, in a different outfit. It's like, they can tell. It's like, hey, yeah, the one person with the one eye and two tongues. Ooh. That's what they're, <laughs> they're Yeah, they're probably just from, like, another country or something. That was pretty good stuff. All that subplot was pretty funny. I liked it a lot. Um, there's a lot going on in this movie, and it's really well-balanced. Like, I wasn't uncomfortable by it. Yeah, even the comedy wasn't even, like... It wasn't even bad either. Like, hey, another actual comedic relief character that I actually enjoyed for once. Pleakley? Yeah, Pleakley. Pleakley's great. Aw, I agree. Every time him and Jumba had their own, like, back and forth, that whole scene where they're playing, like, an Ed and Uncle when the the hula teacher shows up, (laughs) that was killing me every single time. It's so fucking funny. All of that, I mean, you mentioned for a second Shaq, but I wanted to bring it up again. Her kicking Myrtle's ass every time Myrtle says some shit is so funny to me, and I was like, man, I love that she, like, sticks up for herself, but at the same time, why does Myrtle not get the hint? Like, if I got my ass beat one time, by someone I was picking on, I would not keep going. Myrtle, like, Myrtle goes so out of pocket because she's like, yo, listen, you ain't got no mom. She ain't, oh she ain't shit and you ain't shit. And what you're like, bitch. what the fuck? <laughs> Why didn't she just say, hey, she said literally this to me? She ain't no bitch. That's what I love about Lilo. Like, she... Oh, she's a bad bitch. I love her so much. Yeah, she's great. She's a very good character. And she's so fucking weird. Like, she's eccentric as shit. In the first one, she, like, makes voodoo dolls yes. of her friends <laughs> and she puts them in pickle juice. She keeps it going on this one. She's like, oh, which which dance should I do? Um, vampires. Mummies. Amputations. Oh my it's god, like- so cute. I'm like amazing. You're and amazing. And I love that like it kind of runs in the family because Nani made the sci-fi food and she was like, these are dumpling. I want to throw a sci-fi party like that so yes. bad. Can we do it? Please. Like, uh, yes. Let's I'll just watch there. old sci-fi. I will make this weird ass food. Eyeball dumplings. <laughs> I want to do it. I was so inspired. I was just like, this is amazing. I want this. Although it threw me off that like the movie they were watching was like a real movie. Yeah, it is, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, it, no, it's a legit movie. It's a movie called Them. It's like an old 1950s giant ant movie. I love when movies 
when like anime movies do that and play like live action stuff like Incredibles 2 did and they were playing um I think they were playing like Johnny Quest yeah. or something like that and it was like the actual cartoon that was so cool. I, <laughs> I like that mix of mediums. Okay. This is such a good movie. I mean, all we could do is write about how much we like it. All the characters are just so good. There really isn't an issue here. There really isn't. I can't think of anything I dislike in this movie. I'm going to take credit for picking this. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yes, I, wait you know, a second. You know, listen, I had a really bad pick last week, so I thank you for well, coming through with the palette. Allie, how dare you, first of all, just take full credit for picking this. I gave you this option. I was like, okay, what about Stitch House Glitch? You're like, yes. I brought it up. I will this is ridiculous. The thing is like I am so glad you asked to me, even though you knew what answer I would pick, because you guys, I'm not joking, like Stitch, I'm about to cry just thinking about it. Like he means so much to me that when I went to Disney with Rob I literally, like, took a photo in front of the huge stitch wall that they have and, like, with all the stitch stuff. I have two stuffed stitches. I took pictures of my little stitch in front of all the Disney attractions. Like, I love (laughs) stitch so much. And so I promise I'm not being biased when I say that this film is actually really, really good. It's a really good follow-up. It is really, 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 really good, guys. It's really good. It's on Netflix. Y'all should just go watch it right now. It's on Netflix? Yeah, did you rent it? No, Rob sent it to me, but I didn't know it was on Netflix. <laughs> and it's only like an hour and eight minutes. Yeah, this shit really does go quick. I love a perfectly short movie. It makes me so happy. Yeah, It was so simple. I was like, okay, it's 9 a.m. I got to start watching this movie. It's a two-hour movie. I assume everything's two hours. I start watching it. I'm like, one hour and eight minutes? Fuck yeah. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to eat some lunch. I miss the days of like the 90-minute movies so <laughs> I <bad>. love 90-minute <laughs> movies. Listen to us, Hollywood. 90 minutes. Come on. Also, I would like to say, even though this has to do with the, like, the sequel, but, like, the original movie also has one of the best marketing gimmicks Disney's ever done, where it's Stitch trolling the other animated movies. I wish more movies did that. Like, Like Child's Play did by killing off Toy Story characters? Exactly, yeah. Like, acknowledge the existence of other movies in your shit. I will be like, all right. I think what took it a step over further with at least with Stitch is that they full on like replicated the scenes and made it seem like as if he literally crashed through the thing as if this just happens in the original movie rather than like them just kind of like the child's play thing. It's funny, but with Stitch is just because they they'll do the exact sequence like the Beauty and the Beast dance thing and then Stitch will just be in the scene and just full on invade their dance and shit like that. I wish more, yeah, I wish more movies did that, especially if you have the rights to all of those types of movies, you might as well do it. Why don't we get into, I mean, I would say favorite characters, but like, we love everyone. I can't, literally can't think of someone I dislike. I even like Nani's boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Like, he's so funny to me. I love Nani's boyfriend. He's so funny and adorable. David gets shit on the entire movie. <laughs> I, I like him a lot. He And he goes along with everything really well. He just listens. Because you still get he, that he cares about everyone. He's goals. He's a good boy. I mean, like, if you guys want to do favorite characters, go ahead. But, like, I can't pick one. Oh, it's my boy Stitch. Yeah, Stitch. Or Lilo. I'm obsessed with that little girl. Like, she is so fucking funny and weird. And the scene in the first one where she's laying on the floor listening to Elvis and she says, leave me alone to die has never been more relatable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I love her. She's great. So I think Lilo and Stitch. Complete side note again. You guys saw Toy Story 4, right? No. no I haven't seen it yet. Forky is th- maybe the most relatable character in the history of fucking Disney. Wow. <laughs> to, like, at least the millennials. Because every single moment, he's like, hey, I'm trash. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, 
I relate to this. <laughs> I will see Toy Story 4 eventually. Yeah, same. It's good. It's legit good, and it really shouldn't be. How's Key and Peele? Maybe the funniest part of the movie, in all honesty. There's a whole, like, running joke with them that I never thought they would actually go with this movie, but it's so fucking funny. Okay, I have to watch <laughs> it then. Yeah, I, I really like the both of them. Seeing them together in something is really cool. Even though they don't have to be doing that anymore. So, was there um, any after credit scene? I didn't watch any of the. Scenes. I didn't I check. Go all the way to the credits, but I don't think so. Wow, none of us did our job. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, not this time. There's no like. If there's another George of the Jungle two situation, <laughs> we don't know. We about don't know, it. listeners. You better you better tell us. Actually, you know, I'll say there's one thing I don't like, and it's not even the movie, but like during the credits when they're playing that like pop rock version of hawaiian roller coaster ride oh so bad i hated that shit so bad i was like this is one of my favorite disney songs and it has been obliterated out of my memory now because i cannot they always do that shit though because like even with um like moana they had like uh someone else singing the songs like it's it, whenever they do like some pop singer singing the same song oh, that's yeah. the main song I hate it. <laughs> like, remember remember when Avril Lavigne sang the SpongeBob theme song for the movie and it was hot garbage. What are you talking about? What? Avril Lavigne cuz she was super fucking like cr- she had just blown up at the time but they got her to sing like a pop rock version of the SpongeBob theme and it sucks so hard. Dude, post that on Twitter right now. I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and before she got replaced, right? By the other, by Robot Avril? Yes, before she got replaced with the, with the, with the clone. <laughs> Allie, do you know about that? Avril Lavigne is no longer, she was replaced by a, a clone. Oh, the, the conspiracy theory. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true, oh, okay. oh, but okay. yeah, sure, conspiracy mm-hmm, theory, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, I would say let's do shitty final thoughts, but I don't know how shitty they will be. They're not shitty. Shaq? Yeah, they're not they're not shitty because it's like, hey, yeah, this movie's great. It's a logical follow-up. Every all the characters are still enjoyable and likable. There's not even really a real antagonist, and that's honestly more a good thing, because I feel like if they did, it would feel more forced. Cause I know that a lot of these times we have like as much as we enjoy these villains, they're usually just cause they're essentially just copycats of the original in some way, because they're just like, hey, let's find a way to just do these characters again mm-hmm. but this having it be like an internal like i'm trying to prove that i'm a good person even though my origins might be evil i think that's a better way to take this story and they did a really good job of it the animation is still really good for the most part like there's no part that's really bad yeah it's all pretty solid shit this is yeah probably the best animated a directed video sequel we've seen i'm surprised this act every time we do these and they're really good i'm like how did this not go to theaters but Honestly, it's pretty solid. It's really, really good shit. Ali? I agree with everything Shaq said. I think that, like, maybe we're reaching, but I think this tells a really beautiful story, and I think they execute it well. I love that it was only an hour and eight minutes, because I got to watch it, and then I got to sleep early. (laughs) And that probably worked in its benefit, but... Yeah, I love these characters so much. They're my absolute favorite. And I don't know, Shaq said it all. I would definitely, I mean, definitely watch it, man. Like, it's an hour. It's fucking, I I cried in the scene where Nani and Lilo were like, I think she'd be proud of you. And then she said to Nani that she'd be proud of her too. So I think that, like, the ability to kind of touch people emotionally as a direct-to-video sequel is, like, a big deal. And so that's why I love it so much, because it is able to do that, like, 
perfectly. Yeah, I mean, not only that, but it it elaborates on the backstory of Stitch more. It elaborates more on Lilo's parents, specifically her mother, which, you know, they, they mention, but they don't get too far into. But kind of seeing her go into the next step of trying to, like, figure out what it's, it's going to be like to grow up with her without her parents it's it's handled so well. It's not like she's she's not just crying over and over again about it. She genuinely just doesn't know them and wants to know, you know, should she try to be do exactly what her mother did and to live up to that, or should she continue to do what she does and be weird? <laughs> and, and I mean, I especially like them the the moment when they're looking at the constellations and talking about how the mom used to make up weird names for oh, them. Oh yes. Yeah. That gives yeah. you such like a, a view into what the mother was like, because that's kind of, it makes sense why they're like that, where their mother was like coming up with stupid yeah. names for constellations. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's really cute. It is really cute. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of many Disney films that go this heartfelt, but in not in like a straightforward, blatant way. It's, it's more nuanced. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And that's what's so great about Lilo and Stitch too. When the final thing happens near the end, they had kind of telegraphed it throughout the movie, but it still feels legitimately earned at the same time, which I was like, thank thank the Lord that it does. Because normally that type of situation in movies, I'm like, that's horseshit. That should not happen. <laughs> but because it felt true to the themes of the movie, it worked here for me. God, this movie's so good. And the reason why this wasn't in theaters is probably because of the length, because it's 68 minutes. And I don't even think a movie will let a movie play for that short. Usually it's like 80-something minutes at best, at lowest. I mean, like, Disney doesn't make sequels like this very easily. I mean, they've made blockbuster sequels that that are worse than this. That being said, hey, Disney, (laughs) direct a video sequel to Treasure Planet, please. I've been waiting for that for years. (laughs) Netflix. (laughs) <laughs> sequel to Treasure Planet, right? That's what you do. I'm pretty sure they made multiple direct-to-video sequels to Atlantis, but they couldn't make one for Treasure Fucking Planet. I am hurt. They made one direct-to-video sequel to Atlantis, Milo's Return. Okay, it was just the one. We okay. will watch it one day because his Atlantis Bay is so cute. And another example of how Disney fetishizes exotic women, but okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is true, but she her character design is very cute to me. I just like how she looks. It is. No, she's cute. She's cute. She deserves better than mine. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> Let's go on <laughs> to the plugs. Uh, Shaq, what do you have to plug? Hey, yeah, you can follow me on all the social medias, Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. You can follow me over at oneofus.net where I help co-host the Screener Squad, occasionally the Breakfast Pub, which you can listen to for like a $2 subscription. And yeah, just a couple other things that are just around the show, like around the site. And yeah, just listen to all the stuff. All the shows are great. A lot of really great people. Awesome. Allie, what you got? You can find me on Twitter at sick underscore underscore six six. And you can follow my alt account, I'm not joking, at the Blair Bitch underscore underscore. Somebody is stealing my photos, so if you see someone named I'm not even joking. <laughs> I know, it's named, so funny. <laughs> I can't believe that shit. <sighs> I mean I get it, I get it. I, get I, it. I really do. They just <laughs> want to be a goth queen. You know, you can't can you be mad at them. <laughs> I can't, I can't. But yeah, go do that. And then yeah, yes you can. They're stealing your shit. No, be mad as fuck. You gotta throw hands if you need to. I am mad as fuck. I called her out on Twitter. Her name's Ellie. If you see someone named Ellie like using my photos, it's not me at all <laughs> you're being catfished anyway um and you can find my 
very, very <laughs> cold column at Talk Film Society. I swear I'm coming out with another one soon. It's Bloodlust. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, some things that happened on Twitter. At Junk Shop Library, he tweeted out our Man with the Iron Fist 2 episode. And, you know, I didn't see it until right now. So thanks, dude. Really appreciate it. Sorry if I didn't catch that. I, I run the Twitter, by the way. If I missed your tweet, it's totally my fault. You can add me. Um, yesterday, I was at Walmart and there is a DVD collection of all the Beethoven films. There's eight fucking Beethoven <laughs> films. One day, I, there's a few event ideas that we have come up with. Uh, some, Most of them revolving around how many fucking Airbud films there are. But um, one day, I think we're going to put ourselves through hell. Probably you're going to have to pay us, listeners, to watch all of these Beethoven films. You know what? That'll be a Patreon episode if we actually you know, put shit on the fucking Patreon. One day, we will have Patreon episodes, and it'll be Airbud hell. <laughs> and there'll be Beethoven hell. We'll just go through all the dog movie hells. Because there's Air Buddies, gotcha. too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Already not looking forward to this. At Owen is the cat told me that there's not only that, but there's AirPod spinoffs. It's AirBud Presents MVP, Most Valuable Primate. I feel like MVP was, like, I've seen MVP 1 and 2, but I'm pretty sure MVP came out theatrically, but I don't quote me on that. don't say that. But no, MVP 2 was direct-to-video, and that's the same monkey skateboarding instead of playing hockey. Okay, Ali, (laughs) do you know what we're talking about? There's a monkey that plays hockey. Allie. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. I thought it was a monkey that skateboarded. That's the second movie. Oh, God. That's the second one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Okay, anyway, so we'll probably have to watch those. Oh, wait, no. I think there's a third. Wait, is there a third one? Oh, Christ. I Shaq, don't, don't want to do, do it. Hold on. There Shaq, might be a third don't. one, apparently. I'm not sure. But yeah, we, we don't to need to do know one. this right now. And then also, uh, what is it? Land Before Times? That there's like 11 of them or something like that? There's like, tw- there's like 12 yes. of them. Yes, 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 yes. We're watching Land Before Time. We are. I love Littlefoot. He's so fucking cute. And I love Sarah the Triceratops. Get it? Because Triceratops. Oh I know. God. I know. Believe me, I know. I've been, <laughs> they've been making that joke since I was seven. I remember her being <laughs> annoying as hell to me when I was a kid. I was like, no, she's like, she's so mean. <laughs> she's so mean? Oh my God, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, Sarah, you have to make your, your icon on Skype the Triceratops. Oh, maybe. Also, yeah, I found that third MVP movie, the, the monkey... The third one, he's snowboarding. It's called MXP Most Extreme Primate. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm sorry, what? Most, most okay, so primate. the first one is MVP Most Valuable Primate. The second one, when he's skateboarding, is MVP2 Most Vertical Primate. And then the third one is MXP Most Extremes Primate. And that starts with the X. There's no E in there. <laughs> Extremely goofy movie double feature. That's all I gotta say. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, this is the best day ever. Guys, I'm like literally, I'm like holding... My temples right now. I'm so stressed out by the series of these films. Okay, okay. Well, okay, that's not it, though. Also, uh, I am Choppa, our friend. Yes. What's up, bro? Actually, you know what? Choppa, you're going to get a follow back on the Twitter. (laughs) There you go. He told us about Scooby-Doo and Kiss. And we're just kind of talking about how the animated Scooby-Doo crossovers are not technically sequels to anything. They're just like these what-if 
sequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what to do with that. I can see us eight years from now <laughs> <laughs> running out of fucking Land Before Times and just doing some weird ass like, okay, let's just finally watch all these Scooby-Doo's. Because we're, st- we're still in a weird gray area about made for TV. Because some of them, that's true. like, with like Mean Girls too, and then even some of the ones that you suggested, like the live action Scooby Doo movies, like the prequels and shit. I know some of them are made for TV, so I don't know if we want to. I feel like we'll eventually tackle those at some point. Not yet. Maybe like after we, maybe after we hit a year, we can open up like the the restrictions that we had, like the one movie per franchise and shit like that. Guys, we're hitting a year in like um, two months tops. Exactly. Jesus, I don't even believe that. That's my longest relationship. I know, I know. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we have hardly scratched just direct-to-video sequels. Hardly. I mean, we're. I think this will be our 20th episode. Oh, yeah, holy shit. Jesus, yeah, now that I think about so it. So we have so much time. I don't even think we can do ma- uh, direct-to-TV yet, though technically we did with Casper Meets Wendy. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> we, we, we're not going to. Well, no, I don't think we did with Casper Meets Wendy. I think it was technically a direct-to-video sequel, but it did play on yeah. air for during Halloween or something like that. But that was technically not a sequel. That was the problem. Either way, we are writing these down. We're keeping track. And one day, one day we will watch the Scooby-Doo's. Yeah. I know I have an idea for maybe the next movie that we watch on the show. I'm not sure if it's coming. Like, it depends on whether it'll be available to rent or not. But I want to see if we could try and do, like, a, a brand new, new, new release. Because fucking Escape Plan 3 is coming out with Sylvester Stallone, Batista, 50 Cent. <laughs> not only that, but there was another one. Oh, Teen Titans Go is going to have a direct video oh, Yeah, sequel. Teen Titans also. I don't... The, the thing, with Teen Titans, I don't know if it is a, an official sequel or not. But I'd be down to do it because it did tease the original Titans coming out at the end of the first one. I think it might... I think we could count it as a sequel because I don't... I'm not sure if they're going to make one. I am going to count it as a sequel. Mm-hmm. I've made them all. Right. And um, I'm very excited and I think we should do that too. I would love to do new releases as if it is easy for us to get yeah. them. How High 2 was not easy for us to find and that's why we did not do mm-hmm. it. This is the insider part of the episode, guys. If you've been listening for a while, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say um, is I, I know uh, I just brought up Land Before Time. William Jarrett uh, actually tweeted at us like 11 minutes ago while we were recording saying that there we can always do all the Land Before Time sequels. We know. Except there's 468. <laughs> and counting. To him. William, we know. We'll watch them eventually. Can we shut him out for a second? Because he's super involved. Like, he's the best. Dude, he's, he's constantly on the lookout for shit for us. We have so many people that are on the lookout for stuff and, like, tag us and stuff. So not just William. One day we'll make, like, a list of all the guys that we really love. <laughs> and we'll tell you. We'll say all the names. Our favorites. Everyone else ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. Do better. Do you guys realize we have no female listeners? <laughs> like, we do. They're yeah, just low-key. We actually okay, do. We, we actually do. do. Listen, girls know better than to watch all these direct-to-video sequels. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We're the only ones that subject ourselves to this shit. (laughs) Okay, thank you guys so much. I think that is going to be the end of our episode this time. And then next week, we'll have another one. We have no idea what it's going to be on. Just tell us what to listen to, and we'll consider it. Some of you are banned from doing that, but otherwise. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 